What's important to you and what do you value? And, you know, are you living out those values every day in your life? And, you know, if you are, what are you doing great? If you aren't, what do you need to improve on? And I think that like centers around your whole happiness. Hey there, Story Sister. If you're a fan of women's sports or hockey in general, then you're going to love the episode we've got coming your way. My guest on the podcast today is Jackie Jarrell, a Team Canada hockey player and two-time world champion who has played for Canada in a total of 11 world championships. Besides racking up a trophy case full of medals and accolades, including leading scorer at the world championships, Jackie is also a registered kinesiologist and the owner of Gold Performance Training, which provides strength and conditioning coaching to over 150 athletes. Oh, and did I mention she's a fitness consultant with the NHL Officials Academy? Yeah, this girl is on fire. So in today's episode, Jackie and I talk about hockey, obviously, but also what it takes to be a female leader in a male-dominated field, plus how we can transfer the skills that we've learned along our story path to other parts of our lives and business. You are not going to want to miss this conversation. And be sure to listen in right to the end of today's episode, because that's when I'll share my top 10 takeaways. Plus, if you head over to our free Power Your Platform Facebook group, I'll be sharing the takeaways there as well. You can click on the show notes today for the direct link. For now, let's get ready to hit the ice and make an impact with Jackie Jarrell. Welcome to Power Your Platform, the podcast for women who are building bold story brands. I'm your host and story coach, Carrie Ramsey. Each week, we'll explore big ideas about brand building and shine a spotlight on courageous women just like you who are owning their story, following their purpose, and changing the world. Whether you're a story starter, a story builder, or a story pro, this podcast is for you. I'll help you move your mindset from uncertain to unstoppable and provide you with the storytelling tools you need to make a real impact. Because we all have a story to tell, and somewhere someone is waiting to hear yours. Join us each week for inspiring interviews, aha moments, and step-by-step action plans that will provide the framework to help you create your very own purpose-driven platform. Are you with me? All right, it's time to power up. Hey there, Jackie, and welcome to the Power Your Platform podcast. I am so excited to chat today about everything you've been up to since the last time we saw each other. So welcome. Hi, Carrie. Thank you so much for having me. It's always so great to connect with you and uh, catch up and, you know, talk about uh, different things in life and obviously what we're both doing in our worlds. So yeah. thank you so much for having me. Of course, so much has happened since we saw last uh, each other last. Um, I should mention just for the audience, we had had a large event of women entrepreneurs. Jackie, you were one of the speakers. And it's been a little while since uh, I've hosted one of those large events with 100 plus women. So <laughs> I'm hoping we can get back to that very soon. But in the meantime, here's the next best thing. We can uh, hear from you and a little bit more of what you're up to and your story 
And I don't know how comfortable you are with the term trailblazer, Jackie, but that's mm -hmm. what I think of when I think of you and the work that you've done. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your story and the path that has led you to the place you are today? Yeah, so I grew up um, in Corbyville, Ontario, just outside of Belleville on my family dairy farm. Uh, I was always very close with my family uh, growing up, still am to this day. We actually all, my brothers and I, we all bought houses on the same road um, where, my, where the dairy farm is. And um, so for me, obviously being, you know, very family oriented from a young age and all working together on the farm. Um, I grew up with two brothers, so obviously, you know, I'm naturally competitive. I think um, it's, it's, you know, it's in my genetics, but at the same time, you know, growing up with brothers, um, I didn't want to get pushed around and, and I'm really fortunate. Um, it was actually my mom that signed me up for hockey and her big thing was, you know, Jackie, um, you need to have the same opportunities that the guys do and I want to make sure that happens for you. So my dad was very hesitant on, you know, me playing hockey at a young age and for good reason, obviously he didn't want me to get hurt and he thought that I should stick to figure skating. But I, my first year of hockey, my mom signed me up and I played with my youngest brother in the house league and I had 50 goals in my first year. And honestly, I just loved hockey so much at such a young age. And I, um, I just, you know, just went with it and it was truly my passion from a young age. And uh, when I look back and think about, um, you know, my different experiences in my life and kind of the way that I went about things. And I'm just so fortunate to be in the position I am now um, and being able to work in the game and, and just in a little bit of a different way. Um, you know, I still am an athlete with uh, the national program. Obviously, with COVID, we haven't been able to travel to world championships um, like like we would want to. But um because they've been canceled, but, um, you know, I, I, I hope to maybe play again. I'm not sure, you know, I'm getting older, but I, I really feel that I have a great, um, you know, background with, as a player, I played, um, you know, locally here. I then went off to play in the national women's hockey league and then, um, on scholarship in the U S where I was so fortunate to have a full ride and play D one hockey, get my education paid for, which is, which is awesome as a female athlete. Um, you know, unfortunately the women's game as a player, you, you, you can't make the millions the men can yet. Uh, I think, you know, I'd like to think that we're getting close and there's lots of young girls that I've trained that are, you know, playing in those professional leagues and great things are happening. Um, but at the same time, um, we're just at a point now where, you know, women, when I was going through, I wasn't able to, you know, make those millions and, and make playing hockey a sustainable career. So I decided to really focus on my education and, um, you know, make sure that I had a good career so I could make it make a living and, and being involved in the game of hockey and doing something that I, I truly love every day. I can honestly say I do that. Obviously, there's, you know, there's hurdles and there's times where it's tough, but you just have to overcome that and, and just find ways to move forward. And I think COVID has taught me a lot as a business owner. And, you know, I just feel like it was a time to just get smarter and just make your business better. And um, so, yeah, you know, I was a minority growing up with the boys. I was always the girl, only girl on the boys team. But, um, you know, I met a lot of great people along the way. And I just love the game and truly just have been able to turn it into my passion and will turn my passion into a career as well.
I love that. And I, I got to give a high five to your mom for getting you into hockey when others were saying, well, figure skating is more of a girl sport <laughs> because, you know, she's a trailblazer herself, obviously, even to have, you know, the, the foresight to say, you know, hey, let's not just open up the opportunities for all of our kids. And it's that kind of thinking that really does open the doors for, you know, the younger generation. So high five to your mom today, for sure. Um, and, you know, share with us a few of the highlights of your career then, because I mean, you're one of the most modest people I know. So you're <laughs> not going to, I don't think, give us all the details, but hit some of the highlights that I think that would be very interesting for the audience to know. And even from a personal point of view, you know, that you felt were pretty great accomplishments, um, you know, looking back on your hockey career. Yeah, no, you know, I have to give a lot of credit to my mom and, you know, my, my dad too, obviously he's um, so happy that I've, you know, played hockey. And I, I think my parents have enjoyed going to, to watch my playing days in different countries and different parts of the world. And, but no, it, I'm truly grateful for my mom. So for so many reasons, and um, that is something that, you know, has stuck with me my entire life and will stick with me. And if it wasn't for her signing me up for hockey, like who knows the path they would have taken. Um, but I think when I look back, you know, during my hockey career, I think obviously it was a goal of mine to get a division one ice hockey scholarship. And like I said, you know, during that time, you weren't able to, um, you know, make the millions playing, um, playing hockey, but for a female, the next best thing was to get your education paid for. So I was really fortunate to have that. And I had a great degree where I went to school at Mercyhurst university and, um, I studied sports medicine. I had my degree and ended up going back to do my master's. And I had a graduate assistant job on campus where I was in this big leadership um, group. And um, it was awesome. I was able to get my master's in exercise science too, all because of hockey. So that was certainly a highlight for me. Um, I was also really fortunate to be um, one of the captains and being a part of a, one of the top division one hockey programs in the U.S. And um, I think during my time there, we were never lower than six in the nation. And uh, my junior year, we were actually number one in the nation the entire year. And I, I really like to tell this story because I just feel that this was a huge turning point for women's hockey, especially where I was playing and which wasn't that far from where I live now, about four and a half hours. And um, we, we would get more fans to our hockey games than the men's team did on campus. And I just felt like it was so fun to be a part of that because we were really turning the table and showing people in that community in that city where where I play that you know women can play hockey too and and we are skilled and we are good and I think for me especially now with what I'm doing in my career um you know that's what it's all about and it's it's always been my mindset is um you know you look at other people that have went before me and there's a couple uh women that my mom made sure that I knew what they were up to uh, when I was growing up, uh, Marcy Deering, Jackie Coons, now Johnson, and Marcy's married to now Marcy O'Shea, Kelly Sage, like those girls, um, you know, they were a few years older than me. And um, it was nice to see that, you know, it is possible you can do it. And, um, you know, my time with the national program, I've been so fortunate to play in 11 world championships, medaled 10 times, um, I've been a world champion twice. So, you know, those, some of those are, are certainly huge highlights for me. And, I think one of my favorite worlds is, was in Colombia when we won gold and I was fortunate to um, have had a really good tournament tournament during that uh, time and uh, my parents were there to watch us win and 
you know, it's just been so fun to travel the world. And I've met so many great people along the way. Some of my best friends in the whole world have come from hockey. And um, it's, it's just so great to keep in touch. And I'm just thankful for the memories and the experiences that I've had. I love it. And such an inspiring, you know, track that you've been on. And, and yet, you know, to your point, it's, it's so great to have those role models to look to as well. And I'm a big believer that if you can see it, you can be it. And as you were talking even about, you know, the gender pay gap when it comes to uh, the hockey and sports industry as a whole, I was thinking of that book by Abby Wambach, Wolfpack, where she really starts to uncover this, you know, the inequity and yet this idea of the pack when we come together, we're just so much stronger. And now, you know, the work that you're doing uh, to equip athletes, young athletes um, locally and, and, and a national scale for sure, um, is such a, a great value that you're putting back into the game. And by the way, you're a spring chicken. You're not done playing yet. I can tell you <laughs> that. But um, tell us a little bit about the work that you're doing now with athletes and how that has really been transferred, I guess, from this, this career you've had in hockey. And now you've, uh, I don't know that you've pivoted, but you've more, you know, you know just followed and evolved into this uh, role as a business owner. Tell us more about that. Yeah, so obviously being an athlete at a high level isn't for anyone is, you know, it takes a lot of time, commitment, dedication um, and to play at a high level. Like I'm obviously I, I always wanted to be at the highest level. And I felt like there was something that I could bring to our area. Um, obviously, I was fortunate to be um, offered jobs in the field that I work in in big cities but I always really did want to move back to my area um, back to my roots and create something that I felt would be very beneficial in our area would give me a career and also do something that was meaningful and give back to others um, with my knowledge so um, I decided to start my own business once I finished my master's so I work as a strength and conditioning coach kinesiologist and um, I'm basically, my big things are with my athletes that I see, um, we're working on getting them stronger, um, you know, quicker, faster for their sports, more efficient, um, in their sport nowadays are, you know, you can't just show up and practice. You have to be doing the extras. So we work with them through their fitness, through their nutrition and, you know, different mentorship programs, um, based on what their goals are. And so I've been in business now, I guess it's been about eight years, which is just crazy to me. It goes by so fast. Um, and we work with about 150, 200 athletes of all different sports um, every week. And I'm very blessed to have a, an incredible staff that works with me. Um, and, you know, it's just, it's such a fun thing to be a part of someone's journey and watch the kids, you know, in their grassroots levels and grow up to see them reach their goals and just be a part of it and help in any way that we can along the way. So um, I've also been doing some work as of late uh, with the NHL and I'm actually now working as a fitness consultant for the officiating department and have been um, the last several, I guess, three or four years now have been invited to run and work at their combines and their training camps. So that's been a really, um, a really fun piece for me too. Um, I think that it's just so rewarding as a female to be respected by men at the highest level. And um, I don't like to be treated any different. I'm in a room 
at training camp last year, there was two women in the room out of a hundred men and Gary Batman was speaking and it's just, it's such a huge honor uh, to be there and to be involved. And, you know, mm. I think if other women in my posi- position, like, you know, you're taken seriously, you know, you're, you're respected by the men. They know that, you know, what you're talking about. They, they respect you, your, your opinions and, and, you know, what you have to say and what you have to offer. And, um, you know, women, there's so many incredible women in the game and, and not just hockey, but in baseball and, that are breaking barriers and, and are, you know, getting into those careers. And it's truly inspiring. And I think for me, like, you know, I, um, I not only, you know, want to make a difference and an impact and I don't want to be treated any different as a female, but, you know, I always think like, you know, I'm hoping that, you know, this is going to inspire other young girls to, to follow those, you know, those paths and, and believe in whatever it is they want to achieve in their life. And, um, a lot of these men that I'm working with actually have young girls and, um, it's, it's really cool because they, they get it and they want that same opportunity for their daughters. And, it's, um, it's just such a fun thing to be a part of. And um, actually, in, in the first week of June, for the first time ever, um, the OHL is bringing an officiating uh, combine to Belleville. And I'm actually running the whole thing for them, both the on and the off ice testing. And they're coming to my facility. And they'll probably have about 75 prospects. And it's just a huge honor um, to be involved with the OHL and, you know, um, for them to, you know, reach out to me and say, Hey, we want you to do this for us. We, we've seen you at the NHL level, what you're doing, and we want you to do it for us. So, um, yeah, it's just, it's super fun to be a part of. And honestly, I'm, you just take the opportunities and you go with it. And I think that's like anything in life is you just, you really need to just find your passion and what you enjoy doing and, and go with it because there's just so many incredible opportunities out there. And, um, I think, you know, those years of the hard work on the farm and the work ethic I've developed and over the years and, you know, just being committed to something. And those were all, you know, important values that we were raised as children on the farm and that is was instilled in myself and my brothers. And, um, you know, my parents obviously have done a great job with with raising us and, and giving us those skills so that we can navigate life and, you know, do whatever it is that we, we truly want to do. Uh. I love it. And I got to say, Jackie, you mentioned the word honor a couple of times. And in relation, I think it was an honor to work with the NHL or the OHL. And I have to flip that on you and say that the honor is theirs because you (laughs) have worked hard and you have not only earned that place, but you've done it with such a beautiful spirit and you have done it in a way that inspires others and I think that, that, yeah, the honor is theirs. And so I think that you just need to own that space. I know you do, but um, yeah, I, I love that you've stepped into that role as a leader and it must be just amazing for the female athletes that you're training, even at a local and a rural level, you know, to have you to look up to. So uh, I used the word trailblazer earlier because I really do believe it. And now that you've been talking about this, this transition really um, into running your own business, can we talk for a couple of minutes about transferable skills? Because I know that this is something that uh, you have discussed in the past. And I think it's so important for anyone listening. Uh, I'm assuming there's some hockey players who are listening, but also others who are, you know, even non-athletics. There are transferable skills that we, you know, develop through our lives that we can then, you know, transition into that next chapter. Can you maybe speak a little bit to that as well? Maybe what some of those skills were that you found were transferable? You just talked about, you know, hard work would be an example. 
But yeah, tell us a little bit more about how you were able to transfer skills from your hockey career into now what is a, a very successful business. Well, first of all, thank you for your kind words. That was really nice of you to say those things. Um, I truly just like any woman that is, is moving up in their career, I think that they would agree with me with regards to, it's just a huge honor to be respected by men at that level. Um, and I think it's cool to see more and more women all the time in those leadership roles. Obviously I'm biased with the sport, so I'm very interested in that, but it's in anything in life. I think that it's really exciting to see women in leadership roles and, you know, moving into talking a little bit more about the transferable skills. Well, I feel like there's basically been three faucets of my life that have really prepared me to do what I am doing now. And, you know, it started with, you know, growing up on that dairy farm and being raised and understanding the value of hard work, what it takes to be successful, the commitment, the dedication, um, how to work with people, how to get along with everyone. Um, and then I move into my hockey and those, those skills again are, are transferable to that. And, you know, my parents, gave all of my brothers and I opportunity and whatever it is we wanted to do in our life. And I, you know, took a little bit of a different path, but um, those skills stayed with me with hockey. And, you know, it was learning to get along with everyone on a team. Um, that's such an important skill. And, and that's something that, you know, I'm always talking with kids about, you know, you don't have to be best friends with everyone on your team, but you got to respect them and everybody has a role. And the sooner that you learn that and understand that, the more successful that you're going to be as a person as you move forward in your life. And I think we would all agree, um, you know, when you're working as a part of a team, everybody has a unique, um, you know, job per se, or a unique perspective that they bring to the table. So that's for me, um, you know, working you know, with different people and their culture industry over the years on the farm and then moving into my hockey career. And then in the third faucet of my life, I like to talk about, you know, in the business world. So, you know, the commitment, the dedication, um, the communication that you want to have with, you know, clients or other people that you're working with or um, whatever it is that you're doing. And I, I think the biggest thing is, is that, um, I really do believe that it's so important to just be a good person every day and just be honest and be open. And, you know, I, I really pride myself on, on having, you know, a very high and um, integrity. It's just so important to me um, to say, you know, what you're going to do and follow through with that. And um, I just, uh, you know, I've been fortunate to have had all kinds of different experiences in my life. And, and as I get older, you, you really do look back and you see, you know, all those skills that I learned as a young girl growing up on the farm are all things that, you know, I took with me to hockey. And then during my time in university, during my time with the national team, and then, you know, transferring those skills into the business world. Um, there's so much commonality between all of three of them. And I think that, um, for any young person, you know, it's just finding what it is that you do love to do and, and, and just following your passion because opportunities are endless if you're willing to put in the time and effort that it takes to get there. And, you know, I, I know, I know that some people look at me and they're, they may think I'm, you know, a little crazy because I am so determined and I work so hard, but I just think that it's so important, um, to get to where you want to get to in life is if you put in that work, it, it's pretty cool to see what you can achieve. Well, I, I hope that you're going to write a book one day, Jackie, because that this is like a leadership manual that I, I know you integrate in, you know, the, the training that you do with various athletes, 
but there's so many more of us who could learn from you. So I hope that in your spare time, you'll, you know, you're jotting some of these things down and at some point, you know, capturing them, because I think that the world needs to, you know, see more uh, or and hear more stories from women who have perhaps been involved in, you know, male dominated industries, or in this case, the sports sector, um, because yeah, it's, it's, it's not only inspiring, but it, I think it spurs us to action more importantly. So speaking of action, we have a, a bit of a segment now on the podcast where we talk about power moves and you know you're certainly familiar with power power moves power plays all of those combined but we want to give uh, you know our listeners something that they could actually start implementing today and sort of you know some sort of a a simple tip that you might have for someone who's listening and saying yeah i want to do that i want to i want to live in that space as well is there something you can think of that might be you know an action or a prompt that you might share with listeners today just to get them to take action even on all the things we've been talking about so far yeah I think um I think it's so important to do some reflection um and I think for uh people that are listening I'm sure there's might be some athletes or maybe some people that are, are thinking about you know taking that step and looking towards um, you know, maybe it's a change of careers or maybe it's, you know, expanding your business. And I think one of the things that I would do um, as a take home maybe would be to sit down and really do some deep thinking of what, what's important to you and what do you value? And, you know, are you living out those values every day in your life? And, you know, if you are, what are you doing great? If you aren't, what do you need to improve on? And I think that like centers around your whole happiness is, you know, as a person, um, you know, I feel like I always say this, that I love to surround myself um, with great people. And, you know, I have some great people in my life, not only, you know, friends and family, um, but also with what I do, my staff. Um, and I think that would be something that, you know, would be worth doing and literally just writing on a piece of paper, what do you value? What's important to you? How are you doing? Do you think you're doing great? Do you think there's areas of improvement? And, and sometimes when you really do some deep thinking and, and look at that, you don't realize like, holy, you know what, maybe that's something I could be doing, or maybe that's something I should be changing or doing differently. And I think during COVID, like the first time we were all locked down, I think everyone was like me going crazy, like what's going on in our world. But I took that time as, you know what, I need to like, take a look at a lot of things in my life and like, what are some things with my business that I can do better? What are some things that I can improve on? And, and I started making a list and, and kind of just going through and um, thinking about things. And, you know, I use that time uh, just to, to make it better. And um, so for other women out there that, you know, are looking to make changes, it's never too late. And if there's something that you're really, truly passionate about, or you're interested in, just follow your dreams and do it because you never know where an opportunity will take you. And, you know, I did an internship with NHL Central Scouting when I was in grad school. And now today, you know, I'm fortunate to be getting called to, you know, hey, Jackie, we want you to be a part of this combine and we want you to be, you know, taking on more of a leadership role. We want you to be doing this or that. And, um, you know, it's just, it's, it's so cool. You, you don't say no to opportunities and you just go with it. And it's, you meet so many good people along the way. I love that question as a power move, this idea, what do you value? It's, it's so simple. And yet when you think about 
all the actions that are going to need to flow from it, including setting priorities. If we set our priorities according to what we value, our days look very different than if we just let life happen to us rather than <laughs> being more proactive. So I love that. And I'm going to make sure to highlight that as well. Um, so thank you for sharing that. That's that's an awesome power move. And clearly, you know, the more that you talk to someone, I mean, it's it's not long before you can hear through conversation what they value. And and again, in your case, how you've spent your time, you've spent your time and built your life. Literally, you've built your training facility across the road from your family's dairy farm. I mean, you know, that shows evidence of someone that has done the work. So thank you. Thank you for sharing that with us and also for giving us an example of what that looks like and, uh, and how exciting it can be. So um, let's, we're actually almost out of time. So I'm going to ask you what is next because I can't even imagine. I know that times are a little bit crazy with COVID as we've talked about, but you know, what's something that you're looking forward to that might be coming up next for you? Yeah, so next, obviously, um, you know, like everyone, um, like hoping that things are, are gonna stay the way they are and open and, um, we're going to be able to have events. So um, I'll be hosting a, a big OHL event in Belleville come the first week of June. And I'll be off to some NHL events this summer and um, some different projects that I'm working on. And obviously have a great summer of, you know, working with all kinds of different athletes at my facility. And then um, I'll reevaluate um, soon if, if, if I'll continue playing or not, or, or if I will retire from playing. I'm not sure at this point. Um, but yeah, I think for me, like, as I move forward, I just want to, you know, keep, um, you know, giving back and, and helping others, but um, also uh, continuing to, um, you know, expand my business and reach more people, help others, and, you know, hopefully continuing to move up the ladder and, and like other women, um, you know, in, in a male dominant world, um, getting more responsibility and opportunities at the highest level of, of hockey is certainly something that I strive for. And I'm excited to, uh, you know, just to keep going and enjoying everything along the way, because it just it goes by so fast. And I was talking to someone the other day, and they had asked me how many years I had been playing with Canada. And, and um, I just couldn't believe it when I gave them that answer. Like, I just don't know where the time goes. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, I, for one, cannot wait to see what you do next, Jackie. And of course, thanks to the wonder of social media and, and et cetera, we can keep in touch and, and I can follow your career, which I know that others are going to want to do as well. So how can people find uh, more about you? What's your website and, and perhaps on social media, where should they go to, to keep up with your story? Yeah, my, uh, my business website is goldperformancetraining.com. Um, I'm active on Facebook and active on Instagram. Um, probably not as much as I should, um, but that's one area that I'm looking to improve moving forward. I am on Twitter, but not as active. Um, but yeah, if there's ever a young girl out there that maybe she doesn't play a sport, maybe, maybe she's into something else, the arts, um, and you know, she's wants just someone to talk to about, um, you know, different um, opportunities that could be coming her way. Like I'm always there, send me an email um, if I can be of any help. 
Well, I have to say that now that I hope I planted a seed about that book idea, Jackie, because I, for one, will be first in line to get it signed by you. So thank you so much for your time today, for sharing your story. And I know that it has made an impact on anyone who's listening today. It certainly has on me. So thank you so much. And I cannot wait to see what you do next. Thank you so much for having me, Carrie. It's always so nice to chat with you and see what you're up to, too. Thank you. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. Wow, I'm not sure how the ice doesn't melt when this girl hits the rink because I think we can all agree that Jackie Jarrell is on fire. So if you'd like to learn more about Jackie and her business, Gold Performance Training, then be sure to visit her website at goldperformancetraining.com. There's so much I learned from Jackie today that it was hard to capture it in just 10 key takeaways but I've done my best, so here they are. Number one, never underestimate the power of sheer determination and hard work. Number two, breaking barriers in male-dominated fields takes courage, but it opens the doors for so many who follow after us. Number three, seek out opportunities to encourage others with the work you do, because you never know what kind of an impact you're going to have. Number four, stepping into new leadership positions can be uncomfortable at first, but we need to get comfortable with being uncomfortable and do it anyway. Number five, we all have transferable skills that allow us to transition from one phase of our lives to the next. So take stock of your transferable skills and then move forward with confidence. Number six, when you start something, commit to following through. Just getting started isn't enough. We need to keep moving forward. Number seven, teamwork is a skill that's transferable to any industry, and it will help pave your way to success. Number eight, ask yourself, what do I value? And then reflect on how you live your values in everyday life. Number nine, surround yourself with people who inspire you and challenge you to move to the next level in your life and business. And number 10, don't be afraid to blaze a new trail. The journey can be long and tiring but the view at the end of the path can be life-changing. Thanks so much for listening in today. If you enjoyed today's episode, let us know and be sure to tag us on social media when you do. Our tags are Power Your Platform on Instagram and Facebook. We'd love to hear your key takeaways and share them with our audience. Until next time, keep owning your story following your purpose, and raising your voice because the world is waiting to hear your story.